Financial Grown-Up Guide, Money Books for Grown-Ups. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Hey friends, welcome to the second installment of our new monthly feature here on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, quick reviews of money books I am loving right now and you might want to check out. Once a month, I feature a handful of books by authors that have appeared on the Financial Grown-Up Podcast and share with you some of the reasons I chose to have these authors on the show. I will also be honest about how you can decide if the book is for you. For example, We are going to be talking in this episode about Startup Money Made Easy by Inks Maria Aspen. It is great if you want to start a business, but may not be the best choice or the best use of your time, I should say, if that isn't your thing. This way, you can decide whether the book is right for you. A book can be great, but that doesn't mean it is the best investment of your reading time. Some ground rules. There will only be positive comments because why would I waste your time telling you about something I don't think it's worth your time. Also, I am going to limit this to books written by authors that appear on the podcast. In most cases, they will already have appeared, so you can then go back and listen to their episode if you want to learn more. Occasionally, the episode will be in the future, so hopefully you will be subscribing so you don't miss it. Today, we are going to talk about three books I truly enjoyed. First up will be The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money, 13 Ways to Right Your Financial Wrongs by CBS Business Analyst and Certified Financial Planner, Jill Schlesinger, which I always pronounce incorrectly, so hopefully I did okay for you, Jill. Anyway, second will be Startup Money Made Easy, the ink guide to every financial question about starting, running, and growing your business by Inc. Magazine Editor-at-Large, Maria Aspen. The third book we are going to be reviewing today is going to be Work Optional, Retire Early, The Non-Penny-Pinching Way by blogger and podcaster Tanya Hester, who you guys may know from her blog, Our Next Life. All right, let's do this. Book number one, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money, 13 Ways to Right Your Financial Wrongs by Jill Schlesinger. The book covers things we should know better, about mistakes we make, even though we're smart, but we still make those mistakes. For example, there is a chapter on failing to protect your identity. We know better two-factor authentication, using services like LastPass, buying a house when you should rent is another thing that she covers. And of course, the one thing we hate to admit, buying financial products we don't understand. Here are some of the things that I like about the dumb things smart people do with their money. Jill makes it real with specific actual stories that happen to actual people that at times make us feel like, oh my gosh, this might even be fiction. It's like a page turner, guys. The consequences, though, of the dumb move come and we wish it wasn't true, but it is true. These are true stories. The names are changed, but these things actually happened. And in fact, on the episode with Jill, you guys can listen to, we'll leave a link to it. I joked with Jill that you can almost hear this horror music coming in under the story as it unfolds because you know something really bad is just around the corner, but we're at least learning from other people's mistakes. 
The next thing that I really liked about this was that Jill, who is a certified financial planner, and by the way, also hosts a radio show and a podcast called Jill on Money, also gives solutions and ways to stop ourselves from doing these dumb things so that we hopefully won't or we'll get ourselves out of the mess if we did. And finally, the other thing that I like about this is Jill herself. As a financial journalist and author and certified financial planner, radio host, all that, Jill has that it factor to communicate tough love in a way that sinks in and works. Who is this book for? Well, actually, it's for every single person listening to this podcast, so that is you. You qualify because you are smart, and if we're being honest, you have or are at risk of doing something dumb with your money, so let's prevent that. Also, if you really have never done anything dumb with your money, odds are you know someone that you care about, a friend or a member of your family. Maybe it's a coworker who has or will do something dumb with their money. So learn the signs so that you can step in and help them to recover or even better, stop them from doing something dumb in the first place. Everyone, listen to Jill, great book. All right, book number two, Startup Money Made Easy. Inc. answers all your questions, all your financial questions, I should say, about starting, running, and growing your business by Inc.'s Maria Aspen. Just like the first book we talked about here by Jill, this book cuts through the BS and gives us the harsh realities of funding businesses bundled with solutions. It is relatively short. It is an easy read, and that is a good thing because a lot of people are going to benefit from this book. Here is what I like. It is incredibly well-researched with a lot of data that I found surprising. Did you know, for example, that 31% of small business owners use credit cards to finance their business? Also, I like the fact that unlike many books aimed at startups and entrepreneurs, those books often focus on running the actual business. Startup Money Made Easy, as the title implies, focuses on the one thing that entrepreneurs don't like to talk about a lot. Most of their time is often spent trying to raise money for their venture, not in the day-to-day running of it. And that was a similar theme to what we heard from Globe.com founder, Stefan Paterneau, which we reviewed in the February book recommendation episode that he wrote a very public offering about the startup days of the Globe.com and all the time that he and his co-founder spent raising money while trying to keep the business afloat, even though they weren't really focused on the business as much as they wanted to be. Another thing that I liked, Great quotes in this book from high achievers like Venus Williams, Sally Krawcheck, the Not co-founder Carly Roney, Under Armour's Ken Plank, and Alexa Von Tobel of LearnVest, including surprising and insightful nuggets about the obstacles that those high achievers have overcome. Who is this book for? Well, first and foremost, new entrepreneurs, obviously, or entrepreneurs looking both for ways to raise money and for ways to exit their business by selling it either privately or on the public market. But it is also eye-opening for people that just want to understand more about the way companies are really built and the wide range of how so many entrepreneurs, like those I mentioned, got their start. Book number three is Work Optional, Retire Early, The Non-Penny-Pinching Way by Tanya Hester. So many of you may know her from her very popular blog, Our Next Life, and from her podcast, The Fairer Sense, which I am a personal huge fan of. I love every episode that she does with Cara Perez. We will leave links to both in the show notes. Work Optional is a how-to for people who want to know more and maybe join the FIRE movement. FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. Here is what I liked about Work Optional Retire Early. Tanya is honest that her journey is both universal and unique to her and her husband. 
Both of them have very specific reasons for retiring from traditional corporate jobs early, in part, in their case, tied to health concerns. Tanya is also very clear that this is not a movement based on absolutes, at least from her perspective. Not everyone can or should follow all the so-called rules to the fire movements. In other words, she gets it. Not everyone wants to move to a low-cost area, for example. Not everyone will forego having kids like she has decided. Who is this book for? Well, first and foremost, people looking to be part of the fire movements, including those that feel they can't meet some of the extreme demands heard about in the press and on blogs. The book is realistic. Tanya talks, for example, to parents about how they are making it work and the compromises that they make. If you are nervous about your own retirement and looking for new ways to just add to those savings in creative ways, maybe things you didn't think about, even if you don't intend intend being key here to retire early. And most of all, Tanya makes a great point that even if we don't intend to retire early, that's not our plan. Okay, great. The truth is many of us, like it or not, are gonna be forced to retire earlier than we planned for reasons beyond our control. So we should be as prepared as possible. Let me know how you like this episode and any suggestions that you have. We will put links to all the books mentioned here, as well as the author episodes in the show notes, which you can find by going to bobbyrebell.com forward slash podcast forward slash March 2019 books. And thanks to all our great authors for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.